0: Hour number two of the Bridge Keep Show here on WEEI, and it is time for our full throttle Socks Talk. And it is sponsored by McFarland Energy, the heating, cooling, and bioheat delivery pros that Eastern Mass and all of Cape Cod depend on at McFarlandEnergy.com, by the EL Harvey companies, including NASA Disposal and Mega Disposal, your local trash collection and recycling providers. And by Aviva Trattoria, Italian-inspired, locally made from fresh, whole, locally sourced ingredients. And joining us now on the Harvard One Hotline is none other than Rob Bradford from the Baseball Isn't Boring podcast. Bradford, how are you?
1: <laughs> Let me tell you, I have not gone full throttle like I did this weekend. I've not gone full throttle in Springfield like mm-hmm. I did this weekend Holy for smokes. 22 years since I, <laughs> since I last matriculated at yeah. Springfield College, mm-hmm. just down the road. I felt like if everyone's there to, to, to make go full throttle, it was me and Jonathan Papelbon, and I think we both did.
0: yeah for sure, yeah, you guys definitely were now, I know that's not what he meant. It was more levers and it was more adjusting levers yeah. and things like that. <laughs> but let me let me ask you uh, one <laughs> question to get started. Will there be a winter weekend in 2025?
1: Yeah, oh yeah, there will be okay. <laughs> there definitely will be and and it was I thought it was notably um, thinner. This year, hmm. I don't know what percentage you would put on it, but notably thinner. Uh, I did feel like sort of the boo thing was almost it wasn't as organic as it was the year before. Right, um, and so you know, in the Boss thing, I it was, uh, I, I it was either genius or not genius. It was <laughs> I took a lot of attention away from people. Right, uh, a lot of people liked it. usually the, the I think the the younger folk usually like it. The purists of the game they. Uh, they're like, oh, we 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 want to boo and we want to talk about payroll and mm-hmm. salary cap and, but uh, we don't want to we we don't want a full throttle Jonathan Papelbon up on stage. But to answer your question, yeah, yeah, I mean, I like it because it, selfishly, it's a sense of community where you get a chance to see a lot of people. And I'm not even mm-hmm. talking about players or anything. I'm just talking about people who you interact with in social media and stuff, but. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of a compared to the other ones that I've been to, definitely a sad trombone. A long way from nine years ago when Joe Kelly came over and predicted he was going to win the Cy Young. So,
0: uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. The five aces and all that stuff along the to way. The it, it's, it's been a little, a uh, little different, and I just think I, a lot of fans have a hard time wrapping their head around full throttle, and yet also payroll is going to be lower than it was last year, where the team was in last place for the second consecutive year.
1: Yeah, of course. I mean, this let's talk about the comments that were made there, right? I mean, you had, you you did 180s on Mm -hmm. whether it was the payroll's going to come in lower than it was, or the Fenway experience, which to me that was the worst one. And I don't know, and I've said this before, but I don't know if you saw the movie Flight, Rich. Like, Uh, have you seen the movie Flight? I don't know if I have. Okay, well, at the end of it, Denzel. Yeah, Denzel Washington. He he, right. he runs out. He, he gets the point where he, if he tells the truth, he has to go to jail. But then he goes, he says, I've run out of lies. I've run out of things to say. Wow. I've hit my quota. That, I just, and and that's and that's kind of how it felt where the Fenway experience, because we all know that the Fenway experience is the Red Sox safety net, the business-wise, right? We mm-hmm. know that. We know that, that that's people are going to come, and you don't have to have a good team. But it was never articulated like that. And when it was articulated like that, it was like, uh, really? Come on. Yeah. Come on. I mean, you, you you like to think that people are going to get people there because it's going to be a good team and people are going to buy the jerseys with player X on the back. of the, But that's not what they're going for right now. I will say this, though, with the levers and the full throttle and everything else. I will say this. That I put a poll up yesterday. They signed Jordan Montgomery they signed Jordan Montgomery, Rich, uh-huh. then the per, perception, I don't know if, listen, don't know if they would make the playoffs, but the perception of the, the whole thing changes. And my scientific poll up on my ex-Twitter account suggests that it was most people say, okay, I would give it either a B or a C, which yeah. right now I think universally it would be a D or an F.
0: Well, I think Jordan Montgomery, to me, would have been a really nice signing in addition to somebody better than him. And it's sort of that same conversation we've had for a while where, hey, if Brian Bayo's your third starter, like yeah, you might kind of have something here in your rotation. But right now, like I'm not a Luke, Lucas Giolito guy. And I also like kind of picking through it a little bit more like I don't even know how good Jordan Montgomery is. I think he was good at the right time last year for Texas. But overall, like I, he doesn't really knock my socks off either.
1: See, I think the thing I think is important to invest in, like I, I say invest in certainty, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's no thing especially absolute certainty, but the good teams have the guys that they invest in, which you kind of know what you're going to get. And I don't think Jordan Montgomery is going to be uh, a no doubt about it number one guy, but to your point, you don't want Brian Bayo to have to do what everyone expected him to do last year and be the state. Like, have somebody else to take the heat off. And maybe Giolito is that guy, but, you're not paying for certainty with Lucas Giolito. You no. might pay for innings, but you're not paying for certainty. And, and so that's the part of it that drives me nuts because the, the example that it did work was when they paid for certainty for the bullpen and Kenley Jansen and Chris Martin after the year of trying to piece it together. And you know what? That, if they didn't have those two, you win 60 games. <laughs> so my thing is it's, it's, worth, it's worth getting uncomfortable and worth the investment to get a guy that you kind of know what you're going to get while you're looking, while you're sifting through the five or six or seven aces.
0: Do you think Kenley Jansen's going to get traded?
1: I hope not, but I think that I, I think it's better than a 50% chance. Nice. I, I, I don't think, I see, I, I understand he's of value. He's on the last year of his contract. But I hate people who say, "Well, as a closer, anyone can close." I don't believe that. I don't believe it for a second. I've seen it enough where that isn't the case. Mm-hmm. And also, the way bullpens are now, you need to stretch them out as far as you can because the starters are only going five innings max. Right. So you need to stretch out. If you have, you have to have two, three closers on every team. But you know, I don't know. I mean, the, he has value. Teams need want closers. And he's in the last year of his contract. And again, selfishly, he's also one of the the few uh, guys in that clubhouse who uh, I don't want to say have personality, but have personality. Mm -hmm. So it's you know that for selfishly, that's that'll be a big hit to the baseballs and boring brand. Absolutely, it
0: it sure would. Now I know one of these. I think it was was Chris Catillo had uh, a Tristan Casas story and said there hasn't been any. Extension talk yet with Casas. And I guess you could look at that a couple of ways. Maybe they want to see more of it, you know, before they commit to something like that. Or, you know, is Craig Breslow in a similar situation that uh, Heim Bloom was in where they probably aren't really looking at long term deals? You know, Raphael Devers is sort of the outlier, and everybody else, it's probably not going to happen.
1: Now, I think, see, it's a good question for Chris to ask. And because we all ask it right yeah. this time of year it's 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 a layup and but but also, if you go back, the extension talks almost never happen until really spring training okay. because especially now, because there's so much for these these teams to do, they're trying to do a million different things and and then they' will say, okay, you know we can loop back on the extension stuff either at the beginning of spring training or the middle of spring training. I think absolutely at some point when you get to the end of March, Chris and Cassis and Brian Bayer will at least have been approached. That doesn't mean they're going to sign them. Right, this right. is in Atlanta where they, they have the magic formula, say, hey, everybody can come in, sign your extension. No, I mean, you have to you have to actually present an offer that is legit and good because it's not the drawing. That's another part about this, Rich, is it the Red Sox have to overpay for everything now mm-hmm. because it's not the drawing card it used to be.
0: Is uh, going back to Jordan Montgomery. Is it just between the Rangers and the Red Sox? And uh, as of right now, and like what's taken so long with with him? And I don't know what he's what he's looking for.
1: Oh, I just talked to Scott Boris, and he said there's ten mystery teams. So it's, <laughs> that's no. true. All right, so a
0: <laughs> third of the league wants Jordan <laughs> yeah. Montgomery. All
1: right. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean that's what everyone thinks. It's like the Rangers, and there was this perception of the Rangers TB deal might affect it. So. You know, at the end of the day, that's why I said this. This wait this out a little bit because we don't know how Craig Breslow acts. We don't know his approach, and he might end up reading the market right and getting Jordan Montgomery on three years instead of six. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. But uh, but I think that if I had to guess, which teams were had more or which pitchers had more interest, Blake Snell or Jordan Montgomery? Even if Blake Snell has the qualifying offer attached. I think probably Snell. I mean, that's that's a guess, but I think yeah. Snell because he's more perceived as like a uh, I mean the guy won a Cy Young so he's mm. he's a pretty good I think that's a pretty good pitcher.
0: That's as good as you can get. I mean for that particular season yeah, I suppose.
1: I mean yeah. I, I mean sort of, yeah. It's it's, of when I look, look when I look at, look at look at Hall of Fame ballots, I look at, you uh, know, how many times you finish in the top 10 of Cy Young votes. I Look, always. You all right? you I, right? No, the, the, the Hall of Fame thing, thing, it just dri- it drives me
0: nuts because I'm like, I won't get as mad this time around. <laughs> and then you see who gets in and you're like, oh my God, like, what is this? this is, these are not the Hall of Famers. Like, here's, a, here's some B plus no, well, yeah, guys. They are now. They are, they are yeah. now.
1: I mean, they are now because, because, like, for instance, Scott Rowland gets in last year, right? Yeah. And everyone's Scott Rowland. Well, mm-hmm. as a voter, I know, like, this is how it works because. The, you go immediately go you have you have stats and information that you didn't have before war scott Rowland was a war guy he has a 70 war and nobody with that level of war isn't in the hall of fame so you well, can't that's, well that's well that's not entirely true <laughs> well uh, at his position
0: oh and his, well didn't uh certain alex rodriguez play that position
1: oh well yes what's well, his war i'm about though i'm yeah. He's on the ballot. Oh, yeah. You're talking well, about on the ballot. Him. I voted for him. As you should. I, yeah, and I As voted for him. Yeah. yeah. I voted for him and Manny and, and, and the rest of them. So it's, you know, the rest of them. And and all so those guys. It, it, but it's, uh, I, I think that, like, for instance, you know the, you know who the guy who really gets screwed was Dwight Evans. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Dwight yeah. Evans, if, 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 if they measured things like they do now in the voting, Dwight Evans would easily be in. Easily. But they don't and now we're we're voting in players, me included, voting in players who maybe not were wasn't even as good as Dwight Evans, and that's kind of a shame.
0: Yeah, no, that is tough. And as for the uh so if is the magic number, A Rod's war was one hundred and seventeen point five. Yeah, uh, you yeah. yeah. should
1: <laughs> I voted for I listen. No no, yeah, no, I'm just asking me, everybody else. Not a lot of people voted say, for him, listen, yeah. This was, this was the guy I can't get when A-Rod, first of all, like I can't stand how he's revitalized this whole perception because I think it's just so fraudulent and I can't get, I watched the Balco documentary where the guy hired people to hold up signs to support him outside the courtroom because they were all in the same handwriting.
0: (laughs) What are we doing?
1: Yeah, uh, yeah he's a mess. No but he's, he's
0: a heck time, of yeah. a ball player. I think the thing that drives me the nuts, uh, the most nuts about uh, your fellow BBWAA members, is how <laughs> Todd Helton, for example. So I don't think he's a Hall of Famer, but whatever. He he gets it. He gets the votes. So this year he got just under eighty percent of the votes. His first year on the ballot, twenty nineteen, he got sixteen percent of the votes. Oh yeah. So, like, yeah, all of a I sudden, think, they're like, well, you know what? Actually, oh, yeah, let me. Now he is a Hall of Famer. It's like, well, you didn't think he was five years ago. So just go with your gut. Go with your original thought. You were right.
1: Well, there was. The problem is is that there's definitely some of it where you don't. When you max out a 10, there's some guys maybe you don't vote for. But that's not primarily the case. Primer, yeah. What's pro- primarily the case is you have really i'll say i'll be very kind misguided voters <laughs> misguided, where yes. some of them say oh he's not a first ballot." like who if you, if you have room oh and he's in 10, he's not yeah. then vote for him yeah. yeah and then and then and then if you i don't understand the ones who take their take don't vote for someone after you know mm-hmm. the next year you're taking them off mm-hmm. it's yeah it's it, the, the ballots, are. I don't mind the, the debate about the steroid guys and who, you know, me, I voted for Billy Wagner. Okay, let's have a debate about it. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. I get it. But but some of these ballots are just so unbelievably terrible. And, and you're right, it's hard to defend them. And as you can tell, it's very, very hard to defend them. And that's for sure. Yeah. Well,
0: there you go. There's our, uh, our first full-throttle Sox talk of the, oh, uh, the winter-spring. I think it's pretty good.
1: Right. I, t- I tell you what, I tell you what, it was the winter weekend, the last thing I said about winter weekend, full throttle winter weekend, all the levers of winter weekend, yep. is that we had Papelbon on, and we had the radar gun machine about 30 feet away. <laughs> yeah. And I know Papelbon, if, you know, basically he'll say no to a lot of things, but if you bet at him, if mm-hmm. you bet him, he'll, you he'll never say no. Got it. So I bet him 100 bucks he couldn't hit 85 on the radar gun. He, you know the huge crowd follows him over, and he goes and he throws 77. That's and he comes crazy back and said in fair. yeah well yeah, through three, actually 77, 80, and 77. Wow. And He comes back and we re- recapped it on our airways. And I and he said, well, in fairness, I I hadn't slept last night, and I still might be drunk. And I said, well, how's that any different <laughs> from when you played? So, <laughs> yeah, touche. So, yeah, exactly. He 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 agreed. He agreed. So I saw the so I saw the
0: go. video of it. It looked like it was uh, eye test suggested more than seventy seven. Yeah, I think it was humped up there. I thought. It was... Well,
1: he was. Well, I mean, just listen. I could go max effort like him too. Yeah. Little, uh, you, the the weird thing is that. Who would have ever thought that an employee W-E-I in Odyssey would throw harder than than Jonathan Papelbon, which our guy Coop did through right. 81?
0: Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah, so Coop greater than Papelbon. There you go. We got the, <laughs> got
1: the videos to prove it.
0: Sign them up. Pretty good. <laughs> there you go. There All right, you check go. out the uh, Baseball Isn't Boring podcast on the Odyssey app wherever you get your podcasts. Bradfo, a pleasure, and I'm sure we'll be uh, talking to you again soon.
1: All right. Thanks, Rich. I'll see you. All right.
0: Very good. Good stuff from uh Brad there as we mixed in some socks. I mean, the reality is we're gonna talk socks, but it's not gonna be, you know, probably the most positive. I mean, until they give us a reason. Well to, he's saying they land Jordan Montgomery. All right, if they get Jordan Montgomery, things are we, changing. We can reassess things a little bit. I think if they were gonna get Jordan Montgomery now, I guess they're just waiting it out, but if they're gonna get Jordan Montgomery, don't you do that right before winter weekend, so maybe it's not quite as bad when yeah, you're there, but you would I, think. I don't know. They're just trying to save a few pennies, I guess.